Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Somehow, we are only two weeks away from WrestleMania. And it feels like basically yesterday when we were getting all excited about WrestleMania 37, going, oh my gosh, it's raining, I can't believe it. And Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe was on commentary and he was about to go. I get very scared about life because time goes too quick. But we don't need to worry about that because we'll go crazy and hello, my name is Simon from What Culture. Welcome to the show where we take this, the finger of power, and we give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. And given that WWE just gave us an episode of Smack Down, it makes sense to do it for that. So let's take this digit and go. We had a Scott Hall graphic to start SmackDown, which is always nice. And again, thoughts and feelings with his friends and family. When WWE once again showed us the footage from the Madison Square Garden house show where Roman Reigns beat up Brock Lesnar. I'm not going to lie to you. I now never need to see that again. Although if you are interested, the rumor and innuendo going around right now is that Brock wasn't allowed to blade because that's the WWE policy. So he busted himself open the hard way. No, I don't know about you, but that sounds crazy. You also learned that Pat McAfee has been told he's not allowed to touch Austin Theory, and that's going to tie into an angle later on. When out came Roman Reigns, out came the Usos, and out came Paul Heyman. And of course, they wanted to talk about the Madison Square Garden house show. I am only joking. This feud is great. They were also in a wonderful mood because Paul Heyman told our tribal chief, Hi, I've just got word that Brock Lesnar isn't going to be at the show tonight because his flight got into a lot of bother. And then he gave it 20 seconds and he said to Roman Reigns, Oh, wait, you know what I just said? Well, I meant the opposite and he's coming here right now. That was a little bit weird. I really did enjoy Roman's reaction to this, though, because he freaked out like he'd just died again in Elden Ring, and him and the Usos and everybody else was trying to run to a vehicle that was in the parking lot. But when we got there, from the distance we heard, ha ha, and the camera cut to this sound, and it was Brock Lesnar in a forklift. I mean, Judy Bagwell was nowhere to be seen, and what did he do? Did he get off the plane, and he got in this forklift, and he just drove it to the venue? But this was hilarious, though, because Brock's plan was, well, remember what you did to me in New York? Well, now I'm going to kill you, which is what he tried to do. I mean, he absolutely smashed this car to the point Reigns and the Usos had to run to another one. And they got in it. And just as they were zooming away, Brock kind of caught it and he ripped off the door. And I ain't going to lie, I was sitting there laughing my ass off because this version of Brock Lesnar is nuts. He then came to the ring with this door and beat it up like he thought he was Roman Reigns and promised at WrestleMania he's going to become the double champion and he's going to leave Reigns laying in a pool of his own blood. 
So I'm just going to give a round of applause. This is our main event of WrestleMania and WWE is going all in. I'm giving it up. Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs were then taking on Los Lotharios. I mean, it's mostly been done to establish that Boogs and Nakamura are going after the tag team titles at WrestleMania. So we needed a team for them to beat. So we got Humberto Carrillo and we got Angel Garza. And I really don't understand why we don't do more with these guys. I like them. They still do the kiss cam, so I suppose that's something. Although when you're a kid growing up, I don't think you go, man, I'm going to make it to WWE and I'm going to do a kiss cam. And basically Shinsuke got beaten up for a little bit. He tagged in Boogs. He ran in. He did this cool press slam maneuver. He hit his Boogs cruise and he won. He got the one, two, three. I think he's going to become a tag team champion. I'll be fine with that. Up. I then started to think that maybe, just maybe, post-WrestleMania, we may be turning Mad Cat Moss babyface. I thought about it and I pondered it. I think that's a pretty good idea. Because he was hanging out with Jinder Mahal, Shanky and Happy Corbin, who were all like, oh man, last week we tried to cause a fuss and we're going to cause a fuss again. When they told Mad Cat, well, you better make a joke. He did tell a gag. And for the second time running, nobody laughed. You could smell the tension. Corbin still thinks he's going to smash Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, though, which is not going to happen when we got the match that we were supposed to get last week, this week, because it was Jinder Shanks and Corbin taking on Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders, who this time actually made it to the ring. This was part of the story, though, because Eric jumped Shanky right away, which you would do if you had been beaten up seven days ago. But there was another part to all of this, which was Happy Corbin just getting away from Drew McIntyre as much as he could. So if the Scotsman tagged in, Happy would be like, no way, man. It's nice and simple. We'll get to Mania. Drew McIntyre will win. And then my guess, especially given what happened at the end here, he will be Roman Reigns' first new opponent. And I am down for that feud. Otherwise, though, yeah, eventually McIntyre did get the hot tag. So it was kind of like our first match in any ways. He smashed Shanky with the Mishinoko driver, which is impressive. Then he hit him with a Claymore kick and he pinned him before he walked around going, Happy Corbin, Happy Corbin, I'm going to beat you. Once again, this was all fine. I mean, it's nothing to write home about. Also, your mum wouldn't care. I'm giving it up. Sami Zayn was then in the back and he is still super duper mad about everything that's happened with Johnny Knoxville, which is fair because if you've been following Sami on social media, he has been inundated with text messages and phone calls ever since Johnny shared his phone number. And I'm giving a round of applause to these two guys. They are smashing it. He wants to teach Knoxville a lesson, though, so he challenged him to an Anything Goes match at WrestleMania. And if this was any other celebrity, it'd be like, oh, man, WWE, what are you doing? But for the last 20 years, Johnny Knoxville has been throwing himself around the world like he just doesn't care. So I'm going to assume they have quite the crazy spot at the showcase of the Immortals. And because I have a very sick side to me kind of intrigued to see what it is. It was then our third tag team match of the evening. And I was all like, oh man, maybe we've turned a corner. But never forget that WWE does have a track record with it. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. It was just more WrestleMania building, though, because Sasha Banks and Naomi were taking on Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, because, of course, they're going to be in the triple threat tag team match at WrestleMania. But given how this one ended, I can tell you officially, it's now going to be a fatal four-way. Now, this was actually really good before the DQ finished, but once again, because WWE is being reserved with things like a disqualification, when it does happen and it ties into the story, I'm like, oh, okay, I understand it. The only time I don't like it is when they get like a DQ spade and they just smack me in the face. Selena Vega and Carmella were at ringside too, and we continued to double down on this story that they may have some tension because Carmella doesn't care about the Women's Tag Team Championships because she's more interested in banging Corey Graves. Now, do not get mad at me. This is the tale we are being told. Anyway, though, after Liv Morgan had broken up a last-second pin, of course, out came Natalia, out came Shayna Baszler. They started beating everybody up. This did cause the disqualification, and around about 10 minutes later, we were told, oh, hi, you can now be in the match. I mean, this is what Sonya Deville did, and if I'd been there, I'd be like, why, Sonya, why? And the answer, of course, would have been wrestling. Vega, Carmella, Natalia, Baszler were all in the ring at the end too when Natty pointed at the sign because in March or April leading up to WrestleMania, you're not allowed to have a conversation. You just take your finger and you wiggle it around the place. Now, this is a very odd thing to do kind of sadly we're all used to it now they can have it up Johnny Knoxville then accepted Sami Zayn's challenge because of course he did when we learned that like a schoolboy Pat McAfee had been summoned to Mr McMahon's office Uh-oh. we didn't see much of this because Pat left there and he came to the ring but as we are learning you can give McAfee anything to do and he will somehow make it work because he did leave the office looking quite worried when he got into the ring to have a chat and after telling us how much he loved wrestling and how much he loved catchphrases Austin Theory came out and he interrupted. So there's 55 interruptions in WWE and 82 overall. And Austin was a right dick here because he was like, man, you know what Vince McMahon just said. You have to apologize to me, so you better start apologizing. If he doesn't do that, the match is going to be off. So Pat McAfee basically went, okay, I apologize, but you're a punk bitch. And for some reason, that really made me laugh. Theory then kind of smirked about this, but he sold it like, well, that still counts as an apology to me. And even though it sounds terrible coming out of my mouth, I actually thought both guys played their roles really well. 
And if you can believe it, and I can't, I'm trying to get my brain around it, I am excited about Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory at WrestleMania. So we are just living in the strangest times. Rich Holland versus Kofi Kingston was after this, so let's give a shout out to Big E, because all things considered, it actually seems like he's in a pretty good place. I mean, it's not a good place because he broke his neck, but it could have been far worse. I love that man, so oodalally. As Holland was out here too, he was with his friends of Seamus and Butch, and I've had a whole week to think about it, and you know what? I'm fine with Butch. It just makes my life so much easier, and at least here, WWE does keep going, well, he used to go by another name, but now we're calling him Butch. That's so much better when somebody does have a name change, and everybody pretends like they never had another name. It's like, what are you, a T-Rex? No. The issue, of course, though, is that Kofi Kingston was screwed here, because all his buddies are out of action. We haven't seen Xavier Woods in a while and we've already talked about Big E, so straight away you knew he was screwed. I mean, he still got rocking and rolling at one point, which is when Sheamus distracted the ref and Butch, that damn Butch, pushed him off the top rope. And I think the official must have had mind Jedi powers here, because he didn't really see this, but he just knew something had happened, but he didn't call for the DQ, which I'm actually all good with, things we talked about earlier, and he said to Sheamus and Butch, well that's it, you gotta go to the back. It didn't work at all though, because we know Butch, he likes to get all Butch, and he was all like, rah, rah, I'm gonna go back in the ring. Sheamus tried to stop him, this completely distracted Kofi Kingston, he got hit with the Norton Grit, Ridge Holland won. Now I was expecting Xavier Woods to come out after this, but he didn't, but I bet he does before WrestleMania, and that will be a really nice comeback. And once again, this was all fine. Maybe you can sit there and go, I expect more fire in the build to WrestleMania, and that would be allowed. But I had a good time. I wasn't offended. It was Charlotte and Ronda time next, and I will level with you. One of their segments do kind of feel similar. The thing is, though, the fans go absolutely crazy for them, so WWE must be doing something right. And Charlotte came out here and she was all like, ha ha, last week I threw Ronda Rousey into a car, and at WrestleMania I'm going to tap her out. So if this doesn't become a submission match, well, I've got confused. She then also promised that when she does beat Ronda at WrestleMania, she can go home and have another baby. I was a bit like, Charlotte, that's not an insult. Like, people are allowed to do this. You wouldn't get dirt sheets going, oh my God, Ronda Rousey leaving to have another baby. They would just go, oh, cool, Ronda Rousey going to have another baby. Because she had said and aim a lot, Ronda Rousey did decide to go to the ring. On the way, Kayla Brax was like, Ronda, Ronda, do you think it's a trap? But she didn't care. But as it turned out, it was a trap because as soon as she got to the squared circle, poof, Charlotte Flair had a kendo stick. So that's a nice callback to what these two went through before. And at first, Rousey was like, man, I don't care. You've got a weapon. I'm going to slam you with these hands. But apparently, before the show, Charlotte Flair had just been placing kendo sticks all over the place because she got another one. She smacked Ronda. She powerbombed her through Alan the announce table. And then she kind of made her tap out with the kendo stick. That was pretty gnarly. Charlotte also stood over Ronda's body to end the segment, so this kind of ties into everything we said about Brock and Roman. WWE wants to make this the main event match on Saturday night. They need to make sure it's got heat, so they are putting a bunch of aggression into it. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's ticking my box, but I can see that everybody else is into it. So I am giving it up. Which brought us to the end of SmackDown, and you can really tell now that WWE is honed in and focused on WrestleMania. Which begs the question why they don't just do this even when they're not doing WrestleMania. I mean, it's not like WrestleMania has magic powers, but whatever, I'm giving it up.